Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of Play Along Podcast, the penultimate episode of Chrono Trigger here. It's, it's we were here. We made it this far. It's, it's almost there. We're almost there, We're going to list our top 10 favorite pens. Yeah, this is the G2 penultimate ballpoint. episode. We're just Number one pen. I think we can all agree. I don't I'm think I can name I was like, I don't think I can name more than two pens. Uh, Parker pens are good. I don't know if you guys have Parker pens Parker in the US. Pens? We do. They're like yeah, they're yeah. like um, a business ballpoint pens. They're like oh, anywhere man. from I'm... like seventy also... to four hundred dollars. They're fucking. Like... They also make a good fountain pen. They do I make agree. a really good fountain pen. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm, I'm uneducated in the pen world. I feel like I need to step my game up. I didn't realize you guys had so much Bro, pen if, knowledge. If you was a if you was a businessman in the eighties, all of your contracts were signed with a Parker. That was just how it was mm-hmm. done. <laughs> From my experience as being a businessman in the eighties, yeah. I used those <laughs> pens all the time. Uh, I'm your host Jared, and I'm joined. You guys heard them, Kai and Ben. They're here again, as always, ready to talk about more Chrono Jigger. How you gents doing? I'm tired, but I'm, I'm here this morning. And I'm ben, ready. what are you what are you drinking? Because I feel like you were drinking the same thing uh, in the last episode. Drinking Monster. I'm always drinking Monster. Oh, okay. Uh, this one today is uh, not a sponsor. This is Pipeline Punch. But monster, sponsor us. We'll we'll, um, we'll we'll do a Death Stranding. We'll just have Monster Energy drinks everywhere around our. Uh... It's uh, a blend of passion fruit, orange, and guava, which is then monsterized with a full load of our famous energy blend, aka Ooh. sugar and shit tons of caffeine. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I had uh, G the one I was for the first yesterday time. Was like Rosa, what? Ultra mm. Rosa. So it was like sugar free rose one. That was nice. Kai, did you say why? I, first of all, that there's a rose monster is fucking mind blowing to me. But also, <laughs> why did you drink G Fuel? Because in the store, and I was, we were standing in line, and we were next to like the refrigeration section, and they had the cans in there, and I was like, I've never had G Fuel. Let's try it out. And I tried the yeah. Sonic Peach Rings flavor, and I'm it sure was all it's right. Fine. I'm sure it's, it's pure fine. sugar. It is. Well, it's like, like feels like sugar no, free, isn't it? Yeah, it claims to have no sugar in it. It's what it says. It's, it's very sweet. With synthetic sugars. Yeah, yeah, I was like, it's very it's, sweet, know. but it says it has no sugar in it. Yeah, I mean, I did it at EGX. There was a G Fuel stand at EGX, and I was like, I'm not buying a tub, but I'll buy one of your cans for I'll like two fifty just to try it. Yeah. And this one it didn't taste like Sonic. It just tastes like peaches. So I'm zero out of ten. I needed more like sweaty, yeah. like hedgehog fur taste. Is what That's I wrote. It, yeah. You need to. If it doesn't <laughs> taste like sweaty pumas, then I'm not interested. Exactly. If you don't know, Play Along Podcast is a weekly podcast where we play through games in kind of like a book club style format. What we'll do is the three of us will each take turns choosing a game. We'll then break that game down into sections and then come together each week and play through that game. Talk about gameplay we'll talk about the visual style we'll talk about the story and the narrative we do dive deep into spoilers in the story so if you're trying to avoid any spoilers for games we're playing either play the game along with us or play it first and come back and listen to our podcast because that's the name of the game play long. i mean you could be you could be a rebel and play while you listen that would be that's, that would whoa. be an experience like, that's too much no no don't do that that's audio walkthrough <laughs> oh my god book club um audiobook and then now we're an audio walkthrough you want an audio walkthrough of our games of us mostly being the, lost the in a lot play, of our games long experience is literally playing yeah while we talk. playing along 
Have you ever thought, hmm, I'm enjoying playing video games too much, and I want to sully this experience by hearing Mm. three dumbasses uh, rant into my ear as I play games? Three three dumbasses uh, shit on Chrono Trigger for 12 weeks straight. I'd love Mm -hmm. to hear three dudes in their bedrooms explaining a cutscene to me rather than me having to watch it. It's just peak Though, (laughs) maybe that will make Chrono Trigger more tolerable. If you know that others have suffered before you in what you're trying to achieve <laughs> and our quippy humor can carry a, you through this there's process. There's a weird like fine line in, in games like this where it's like the the like non-enjoyment of the game like a game being so like almost like it's so bad it's good like i enjoy like mm-hmm. the conversations we have about that game and it kind of like bleeds into there's like a fine line between like oh i'm not having fun with this and then like i'm not having fun with this but i'm having fun like having conversations about this you know yeah, yeah. But if all that sounds interesting to you guys, uh, our link tree is down below and our Spotify, wherever you're listening, all of our social media is there. Our Discord, you can come join our fun conversations. Our Patreon's there for as little as $2 a month. You can get access to bonus episodes, access to our Play Along podcast episodes a day early, exclusive Discord roles, and uh, we're going to have some exclusive Discord emotes that I will make at some point. (laughs) before you guys specifically don't worry the october is a busy month for us right now we're moving Mm -hmm. and we're doing all this stuff irl so it'll it'll happen eventually don't 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 worry don't worry yeah that's it that's all i got for you (laughs) You, you're the one doing the discord there is also a five dollar tier which gets you all of the below as well as access to our DD series um which is an awesome time and it's video game themed. Jared, yeah, Kai, and two of our other friends are personifying video game characters they have a connection to. And uh, we're going to go around and try and save some uh, video game peeps. And I'm save the DM. Princesses. So uh, the the other thing you get with that tier is you get access to uh, the episodes in your uh, like pod chaser of choice too. Like you'll get access to those. You get like a uh, a link that we we'll send you. Yeah. But last week, uh, we defeated Giga Gaia, and we revealed nice. that uh, the guru on Mount Woe was in fact Melchior. Melchior. And then uh, I believe we ventured back down into the... We went to the Zeal Palace. Yeah, we faced Dalton. And now we headed down to the Ocean Palace to chase and after in the him. Ocean Palace. Where, and this is where um, the Queen, Shala... And all of them are down there, and that's where the the, the, the machine is and everything like that. Mm-hmm, the ma- the mammon machine, and we are the there to the machine because uh, they are well, they're siphoning Lavos's power in an attempt to gain immortality. And we had some theories Classic. last time. Yeah. I thought that the prophet was Magus, um, and we thought that maybe the machine was making the queen evil and mm-hmm. fucking up her mojo a little bit, but. We have to fight some little flying bat creatures on, on the way before we can get to the queen. Yeah. Uh, it was, I, I called it too because they're like, oh, we're trying to get everlasting, uh, like eternal life. And I was like, there it is. It's always about trying there not to die is. and live forever. And I was like, yep. Yeah. It's always uh, power chasing. <laughs> yeah. But we do get down into the ocean palace. And um, it's interesting because it's like the ocean palace, but. It's very dark. There's like these statues, but it almost looks like there's like magma or lava like interweaving between these things, which is interesting. That's how you know it's a lair, bro. Mm-hmm. Can it really be a lair if you haven't got lava? No. 
need you go, lava. You go through, you have to have the layer like checklist. You have to have like a layer guy mm-hmm. come and check Gotta the be layer. Dark. Like, where's your lava? Gotta have lava. Statues. Uh-huh. Gotta be fascist adjacent in design. <laughs> uh, and gotta have some minions as a layer. You gotta layer. Yeah. Easy peasy. That's it. And they're, they're only ever futuristic, natural, like in a cave or something, or gothic. They are like mm-hmm. the free genres that you, you have. In That's the shit you learn in Laronomics 101. Yeah. Exactly. That's like the first day of the Lair Club. <laughs> uh, what did you guys think of the little scout guys that, that come along? They're interesting. They are a lot bulkier than I thought they were because they look like just yeah. like they're like eyeball bats. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. I've seen eyeball you bats you one before. Shot them, like... You one shot them. And even like, uh, so I did physical attacks on them and that was like doing maybe 80 to 90 damage. And I was like, okay, mm-hmm. maybe these things are weak against like magic. I do magic and did about the same amount. So I was like, oh, these are just bulky guys. Like these are just bulky yeah. characters. The mm-hmm. enemy scaling and difficulty in this game is wild because he, like yeah. as you move through, you expect everything to just level with you. It really, you know, it's kind of a uh, just one one day you're running into something where you're like, oh, this dies in one hit. I don't even know why this is involved. Yeah. Next time you're running into like tiny little eyeball bats, they're like, oh, this is gonna be easy. And they have like a thousand health. You're like, what is happening? Mm-hmm. Well, it's also weird with like the grinding because we grind it up and it still feels like we're pretty like, like on par with oh, a lot of these. Like, to be fair though, this is something that became commonplace in games going forward. Yeah. Um, but it kind of developed into like difficulty checks with bosses, which is kind of the whole gimmick of Dark Souls. Like you, you will have a boss that if you can't beat that boss, you're not ready to progress into the next area. Right, you and just so that's go somewhere like else this. until you can beat it. Yeah, yeah. If if you're struggling with the enemies you're coming up against, it's the game's way of telling you, like, okay, you need to grind, you need to go back yeah. a bit. So I had come into some in- instances where, like, these scouts, when I use magic on them, they absorbed the magic, um, and I hadn't realized that they absorb the magic, um, all magic except for their color element. So I don't know the... how you didn't realize that because there's a message at the bottom that says absorbs non-fire damage or non-light damage. What the fuck you think we read? <laughs> I don't we're read. Just blasting bats asses. That's all we're doing. I mean, that I like, yeah, that's, like a, that's like a bar right there. That sounds like an Eminem bar. Blasting <laughs> bats asses and master <laughs> bats asses. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. I um because the first. Why was I it a white rapper, Jared? Fucking racist. Just kidding. All right. Because no black rapper would ever be caught there putting a bar like that. <laughs> that is a very solid <laughs> point. Okay, that's a good rebuttal. Good rebuttal. <laughs> the first time I came across them was uh, I had two red scouts who you're mm, supposed yeah. to use fire on, and I don't have Luca in my party. I'm still repping the Isla, uh, Marley, Frog, Chrono trio. Yeah, I think we have Isla. I think this is where we changed. Now we have Isla, Frog, Chrono. And uh, I was so confused because you said trio but named four characters. I was like, <laughs> yeah no um uh. the secret fourth you didn't know about the secret fourth character you didn't know that you could find an item that lets you add a character breaks yeah, your timeline um yeah, time i came hat. across red ones and i used uh fucking time hat. <laughs> i used uh lightning two with chrono and i was like oh cool they just absorbed like 400 health yeah it's a lot too i was like oh not doing that again nope. yeah it's, it's vastly more than how much you attack them with hmm because I did like 200 and sank maybe with the lightning. Yeah. And they absorbed like twice as much as that. I was like, cool. Yeah. There's also some fun like items that you can find in here. There's like the Aeon, Aeon like suit. And I think there's like a, a, a helmet you can get too. Yeah. Which I immediately just gave these to Chrono because I was like, Chrono's going to be our baby boy. He's he's the main squeeze here. He's going to get all of that. 
it's still sad that Isla doesn't get anything. Like she just never gets any weapons, which is sad. Is it sad? I mean, it's not in it's not in the context of like stuff that happens like later in the next section, but yeah. But also, I mean, like to devil's advocate a little bit, I guess. Like Isla comes from a time where like they had fucking clubs. That was it. I don't think you know what I mean. Yeah, bitch yeah. doesn't have a club though. Yeah, but like That's she's not gonna wear a suit of armor, is she? You're gonna be like, you why? need this to be strong, and she's like, no, Isla strong. Isla like, why can't I find? Why can't I find like leather loincloth or something that'll be like her? I don't like... care how strong you are. If I have an AR-15, I'm stronger than you. <laughs> you can lift weights every fucking day and take as much steroids as you want. I'm gonna wreck your shit. And that's the same principle. Also, her eyes have been open to the world of possibilities at this point in time. Bro, and if a fucking robot can have, you if a robot can really, have equipable items, you know what would have been really interesting with this too is if, like, as I know, it doesn't seem like we've spent like a lot of time with these characters. Like, I, it's, I'm curious of like how much time we've actually spent together. But it would have been interesting if you see like Isla's vocabulary start getting better as the longer she spends with like people outside of her time, and like maybe her like unga bunga gets a little better. That would have been interesting. Mm-hmm. Becomes like unga bunga bunga. <laughs> she opens up a little bit. Isla say, beautiful old to be English or not to be? <laughs> that is yeah. the question. <laughs> Isla say, my kingdom for a horse. Isla found Shakespeare. <laughs> Isla found Shakespeare. I'm pretty sure there's a weapon we found that's called the Demon Slayer, which I thought was funny. Oh, that's there fucking dope. There was a weapon called the Demon Slayer. Yeah, and I think we, oh, I shit. gave it to, yeah. to Frog. It was actually better than the Masamune, so I gave him the Demon Slayer yeah. instead of Masamune. Uh, Masamune is not a good weapon. Just, just no, saying that, not. yo. It's really not a Can split rocks in half cool so good only has 50 percent chance of crit strike not cool either make it the best weapon in the game or make it a like story item those are your like options. the like the like the um like the red knife or whatever that we use to destroy the yeah, machine exactly yeah. don't make me do a side quest to put it together and deal with Mel- melchior's bullshit but then make I mean, it an I mean, ass I mean, weapon. I'm fine with that. But just make it like a story item, and he uses it to yeah. cut the the rock. Bro, but it's not like an after, inventory item. Afterwards, he goes to his master's grave and like puts it with his master because it's it's done what it needed to do. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like it just. I I would have been pissed with that too. I'm gonna be honest. I'm a petty bitch. If they if they made <laughs> us build a sword and then we couldn't use it as an item in the game, I'd be like, what the fuck is this? This is a strong ass sword. Why aren't we not using this? Is what I would exactly say in that scenario. So that's fair. it's a lose lose for the game team. Yeah, regardless, yeah, there's, there's no just make it there. stronger. That's your option. Yeah, <laughs> that's what you do. it's like it's it's interesting because it's like the um the master sword in Breath of the Wild. Where like there you have to, there's all this like hype to get it and there's all these like hearts you have to get to get it but the master sword is not the most powerful sword in the game. But at least the master sword has a gimmick, which is that it'll never be destroyed. That's yeah. fucking sick because in that game, one of my many complaints is that weapons go listen to a Breath of the Wild. No re- yeah, go listen to me rant on the Discord about not Discord rant on our Patreon about uh, why Breath of the Wild is not a perfect game. Um, but like at least they could have done something like that or they could have been like improves frogs you know recovery speed by 50 percent or whatever i don't know yeah Yeah, more frog you could could even just make it later in the story if you wanted to make it a powerful weapon have it scale up to the rest of the party like we could have done the whole masamune thing later on or Mm. frog joined later on when the power of masamune matched the power of our party yeah, we didn't need to. We didn't need to open up the mountain pussy. It's fine. You could have found another way into that. Bro, if you get a chance to open up the mountain pussy, yeah, you don't. You don't. You don't it. pass that up. You don't. You don't pass it up. 
Um, but yeah, Ocean Palace is, is relatively straightforward. What we're doing is there's kind of a series of switches that you'll do on kind of each side of the palace itself. And each of these switches will open up doors and uh, kind of make bridges to different areas of, of, the, um, of the palace itself. Um, this I was think... the move I was talking about last episode. Sorry, mm. Falcon Hit. Falcon Hit is the horizontal move that you can take out like was that the tri- is that a triple is that a triple tech? no that's a dual tech with um oh i see falcon hit oh the star sword i didn't get that either uh i can't remember who has falcon hit i want to say it's isla and chrono it might be frog and chrono if she turned into it's... a bird that'd be pretty cool right that'd be sick um but yeah this this bit's like you kind of i didn't need to look at the walkthrough for any of this because it's very obvious yeah. the the switches you need to hit are like blue that is in color is dependent everything else is dark and you're just like oh that looks like something i should interact with and lo and behold is something you interact with Mm -hmm. yeah exactly um i think during this we'll get we get like cuts um to the queen shala and then the prophet and the the queen talking about how she she can feel it she can feel like labos has energy and i think i'm almost there yeah. Don't stop the machine, Charla. This this is kind of like uh, when we get that that hint or the the, the knowledge of them wanting eternal life because she's like the the pulse of eternal life. I can feel it, and you're like, oh, okay, I, that's mm-hmm. what you wanted. And this is when she, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, she hits Charla because she Charla refuses. Oh yeah, Charla's like the machine. Because oh, before when we were talking to her, kind of in the in the the hut or whatever. Um, talking to Shala before, she's like, "Okay, I'm gonna, I'm not, just not gonna do it. I'm just not gonna do this for her." But the queen is not okay. having it. She's like, "You're going to do this, or you will die." I have a clarifying question. Yes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we've been to the future. Correct. Yep. There's no queen. Correct. So why don't we just tell that bitch, "Hey, yo, I went to the future. It's real bad, and you weren't there. So like, maybe don't do what you're doing." Uh, enjoy the life that you have. Wouldn't that be a better argument than being like, "I'm gonna kill tells you"? Tells me that 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 wouldn't get you. Be like, you're the bringer of destruction. Why would I trust you? Because I've been to the future. Yeah, I feel like that's a good excuse. I wouldn't trust you. Or tell know. her to go to the future. Don't they? I mean, where's fucking? Yeah, come hop in my time egg. I will show you the future. Yeah, come <laughs> home, come hop in the time egg. I'll take you. I'll take you to the future. We'll see how this works out for you in the end. Oh, look, it does it. Surprise, I guess surprise. that's a very true point you could do. Yeah. I don't remember if you fight them here in the next section. There was like these. No, we we fight the um... the mages. The mages. Oh, the, like, they're, they're like sprinkled the throughout. They're sprinkled yeah. throughout. You're going down sets of stairs, and there'll be yeah. um, mages that come More with the scouts, and they. There's also warriors and monk monks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's the monks have a counter attack that fucking is really annoying they like stand on top of one another and spin their bow staff like a helicopter and just hit everyone in your party it's annoying because it does like everyone in your party but i don't remember it doing like a very like a ton of um damage no but the problem was i was doing aoe attacks so i was doing like ice two to hit all four of them and all four of them were countering attacking me for like when they do it back to back it's it's very annoying yeah and i was taking like 300 odd damage off a counter attack and then they were having their turn afterwards. Yeah, exactly. Um, but as we're like going down these stairs, we will get cutscenes, and we run into Masa and Mune. They're here and they're in there, and they 
what we were starting, no to, we're starting to put together is that this small red dagger is the Masamune because they'll like imbue them, imbue themselves into the dagger as you walk past them and talk to them. So like this is eventually going to be the Masamune is this knife that we were given by Melchior, who was the one that talked about the, he's the one that fixed the sword for us in the first place. That was broken. That was the Masamune, but he was the one that kind of invented it or created it. Yeah. So that would that would mean that he smelted down the ruby knife and made it the Masamune at some point in the future. So it was just the dreamstone that it was used for. So he used the dreamstone to create the ruby knife, and then Masa and Mune. It, so it, that, are they connected to and... the dreamstone, or are they connected to the actual weapon? Uh, even more confusingly, motherfucker made us go all the way back to the dinosaur times to get more redstone when he had already made the fucking ruby knife at this point. He could have just told us to go back here and get the ruby go, knife go so that he can fix Masamune. Go talk to me in 12,000 BC. I've created this. Yeah, he's like, oh, I invented it then. Also, I'm immortal in case you didn't know that. And I already know yeah. that I invented this at a different time. And like, boom, bada boom, bada bing. There you go. Boom. I mean, so how, how good will your memory be from 1,800 years ago, though? Actually, I'm pretty sure if it was involved with stopping the world and inventing 12, a weapon to bane evil. thousand years, would you remember that? I also don't think that he is like he has eternal life, because we, we learn a little bit later at the end of this kind of what happened to him and some of the other gurus. I don't think he has a, a, eternal life, necessarily. I don't think he's, like, living. Oh, you, you, right. You're thinking it yeah. was, like, a Magus Lavos situation. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, Which makes sense. Lavos creates time gates. Okay. Exactly. Um, yeah, you're just going down flights of stairs, fighting enemies until you get to kind of the bottom room. Um let's see here we fight the goal we talked to dalton right because dalton's at the very bottom of this is that who summons the golem twins yes he's like oh yeah. you you made it yeah. through everything God, and then he dalton. summons these golem twins because he knows he can't beat us because we fucking wiped the floor with yeah, him, like, we've, 20 we've minutes destroyed ago. him multiple times uh so he's like i'm gonna summon my two main bitches and he summons these golem twins mm. and then he just disappears and is like deuces yeah we need a boss um, for this section. What are we going to do? I don't know. Just double one of the other ones that we've <laughs> it, it, To be honest, we didn't really fight the golem last time. We just like he just we got defeated and then continued the cutscene. Yeah, it kind of makes sense in a way because Dalton is trying to stall us like to power. get to the Mammon machine because he realizes mm -hmm. he's about to lose out on immortality. Yeah, so. In a sense, it makes sense because he's trying to stall us so he can get it, but. It's also like, bro could have just been at the Mammon machine when we got there. Yeah. He, like he, we... he was ahead of us and stopped and was like, wait, I'll wait here. And then mm -hmm. I'll summon these golems so they can give me extra time and then I can run to the Mammon machine and I can get eternal life. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, but, the golem, the golem I mean, twins were relatively straightforward. I feel like I've said that a lot in <laughs> some of these sections. This boss was relatively mm -hmm. straightforward. Just use elemental attacks on them. I mean, they this one literally simple. has... Yeah, I mean, they literally have Iron Orb, which is the same attack that the boss had last time, where it reduces by half anyway, so it's not even like a new mechanic. Well, this is a straightforward boss. They... Yeah. Oh, interesting. So, because I had a different time with this, because I yeah. used elemental attacks on them, mm -hmm. and that's where the gimmick of this boss comes in, because they actually have yeah. a copycat gimmick. Where it's similar to like Magus' hit... like, uh, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. ability. Yeah, if you hit them with lightning, 
they respond with lightning two and hit all of your party. If you hit them with ice, they hit you with ice two. So they copy whatever. And physical is the iron orb. So what I would do is I had one character attacking physical. One I had Marley attacking ice and then Chrono attacking lightning. And I would just kind of swap them about. Mm-hmm. So instead of always being AOE attack, sometimes it was just an iron orb, sometimes it was this, sometimes it was the that. lightning too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, apparently, there's a gimmick uh, you can use with. Oh, that's what I did with Chrono, Luca, and Marley. But I did it with Chrono, Isla, and Marley. Yeah. Uh, they're talking about how you can switch the style. But apparently, there's something to do with Luca. Oh, well, you cast Hypno Wave. It that's what it was. I remember sleep. talking to Kai about that, where we could just these were been easy because you just hypno wave them and then attack them, and then it's just like a, a piece of cake. Yeah, it's, there was um, another one. Oh, it's more it's a just later. like a hindrance more than right. uh, anything. Yeah, there is another one, but that's that's next leg, uh, next section, yeah. next bit. Um, so having I, defeated, gone. Oh, I was just gonna say, like, I think like boon boss like this come out and they have like the iron orb or whatever. It's like, oh, like this is nice. Like, th- that's not gonna be that bad. Like the iron orb, yeah, cuts your HP in half, but it's not like anything detrimental. Yeah, I mean, in hindsight, I probably should have just stuck with all physical attacks because, yeah, that iron orb is is the worst, like the least worst attack they have. Least worst attack. Does that make sense? The least right? is the worstest attack they've ever done. Mm-hmm. It's the best option. There you go. Yeah. There we go. We made it. Um, but yeah, so we eventually make our way to the Mammon machine, mm-hmm. and everyone's there, and they're like, "Oh shit, it's the boy Chrono." And Dalton's like, "Oh, I can't believe you defeated those those fucking golems that I put out there." Um, and then we stab the Mammon machine with the ruby knife, yeah. and so this, this is when it turns into Masamune, which makes yeah, no cause... fucking sense to me. No. It turns oh, into a, when you see it, it turns into the sword. Or the, the only explanation I can think of is that Lavos's magic turned it into created a new weapon, and it's a magic oh. sword. It's gone from being just a knife made of dreamstone into a magic, a magic sword. sword. It's now something more. And That's I mean, the, 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 the purpose. I, can think. I don't remember the purpose of us finding um, the Masmune is like to beat Lavos. Wasn't the intention to beat Magus like that was the the reason we yes. were like going to create get the Masamune to defeat Magus? Yeah. Not necessarily. Frog said that he needed the Masamune to be able to beat Magus because yeah. his own master couldn't even. But surely, by uh, by extension, you would need it to beat Lavos if Lavos is right. much. Stronger. But what I was saying is like Lavos, like you said, it, its energy created the the Masamune, so maybe it was like the, the intention was not necessarily to defeat Lavos because it, it wasn't it with going its to. Own weapon, that's genius. Yeah. But after that, we get sucked we're into like this wrecked. vortex <laughs> yeah. world, and we're fighting the Ocean Palace Lavos, which I was telling Kai, I was like, bro, this thing has 30,000 HP, and it does mm-hmm. 900 to 2300 damage. And as I'm reading it, it's like, oh, when you start this, you'll be killed immediately. I was like, oh, okay. like, cool. that's the boss fight. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, I'm not a fan of these. <laughs> I just say that. I'm not a fan of boss boss fights where you have to where you're expected to lose you can't win yeah they have to be done right and they're very rarely done right um i feel like this would have been better as a cutscene. maybe not yeah. an anime cutscene, but just like an in-engine cutscene. lavos strikes everyone in the party everyone in the party falls there's no yeah. need to wait for the speed bars and all of that shit 
Um, apparently, you can beat Lavos. It is possible. Um, Just grind like level 100 before la- this ocean well, Lavos so, thing you do. Uh, apparently, it's better off doing it on New Game Plus. But it says, if Chrono is at least level 35, wears the Ion Suit, an Ion Helm, and the Gold Stud, then you've got a chance. Yeah, did not have a chance. How exciting. We did not do that. And we died. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, I mean, which I, I, is... so this is like like bittersweet. Like sometimes this, like you said, sometimes sometimes this works, sometimes this doesn't. In this instance, I was like not looking forward to doing this. I thought it was going to be one of those times where, you know, this this Ocean Palace Lapos doesn't do like a ton of damage, but it's going to be like managing healing and then attacking, and it's going to be like a grind to to fight him. But I was like, oh, we just don't have to do anything. So it's kind of like, oh, that's good. I'm glad I don't have to just sit through this very long and arduous boss fight and. Slowly I will say down that is 3, HP. that is one redeeming factor as well is that it isn't a drawn out boss fight I'm expected to lose because exactly. if I was like twenty turns deep into this and then they were like oh yeah you're not meant to beat this guy right. I'd be very 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 unhappy yeah but afterward yeah our whole our whole squad kind of gets knocked down and defeated and Chrono stands up to face Lavos on his own walking towards Lavos and Lavos shoots us with a beam of light and. Chrono dies. Chrono yeah. just straight up dies. I apparently it says, it says here. Uh, it says Chrono would try to stop Lavos single handedly, be disintegrated, which is exactly mm-hmm. what happens. But then it says in the little caption underneath the picture to the side, Chrono sacrifices himself to save Sharla, and that's not how I remember it happening at all. I remember I mean, him Charles, walking up Charles to there. Like I mean, he's he's sacrificed himself to really save everybody. Everybody. Was yeah, there. I remember he he walks up to Lavos and is like, you know, you're not gonna kill my friends. Right. And Lavos is like, all right, bet, and then just kills <laughs> no, him. I'll just kill you then. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing that we get the big reveal is the prophet walks up and Ben called it. The prophet rips off his hood and it's Magus himself. You could tell, bro. This motherfucker yeah, I was could putting see in the strings. Those purple like... pants or whatever he's wearing. I saw it under that little drape. So I was like, no, that's that's. Magic. It just made sense. Like, this guy's trying to, you know, he's in a time period and Lavos is there and he's trying to pull strings to get yeah. Lavos summoned so he can defeat Lavos. Um, and I mean, just because I called it, I'm not saying it doesn't make sense story-wise. I think it fits story-wise to have Magus mm. here yeah. um, and have him associated with Lavos again to try and finish his mission. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I called it. I'm right. happy. So Shala, with the last amount of her like profit, a profit, her like pendant energy, teleports us safely back to the ground, and the floating islands of Zeal literally come crashing down. There's like a, an interesting like in-engine cutscene that shows the whole thing just like falling mm-hmm. into the ground, and it lands in the ocean. And then what's cool is it cuts to kind of the villagers. And then just this massive like tsunami heading towards them, which I was like, Jesus Christ! Like this, <laughs> this is all those people are going to die. None of those people are going to survive. This has been the best part of the game so far. Watching yeah. everything come crashing, watching down. everybody drown and get hit by this. No, tsunami. just just because the whole the whole thing we had last episode was yeah. like, why are these people so advanced? It's twelve thousand BC. What like mm-hmm. what? And lo and behold, again, we are indirectly responsible for the downfall of humanity. Um, but to kind of see... And it, it's the little things like the tsunami. Like, yeah, of course, if, if these like... floating cities crashed yeah. into the ocean, there would what be would a repercussion. 
so to see that kind of stuff happening i was like oh shit this is this is cool to see that like they've right. thought about everything that would happen yeah they even reference after that like only the, the for what you see because your your characters obviously survive you know barring chrono but they tell you that like what we see here is the people that survived like the rest these villagers that you have here are the villagers that survived the the devastation of the zeal palace and crashing it, down in there yeah. it's also interesting because there's this whole kind of weird dynamic as well where like yeah. these enlightened ones have lost their magic they've lost their palaces and now they're with these people they they considered lower than them yeah and there's one i think one of the guys you talked to at some point he's like there's no distinction between the earthbound and the enlightened anymore like yeah, they I think are us. Like, is shala's down there with us right uh no Okay, I can remember if Shala, Shala, was, if Shala was saying that, like, oh, we're the same, but I do remember some context of someone saying, like, no, the enlightened ones and the earthbound ones, we are yeah, similar Yeah, we, we wake up and um, basically the the elder wakes us up and talks to us, and yeah. you can talk around, you can talk to some of the earthbound um, before you go and talk to the elder and kind of progress into the next section. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that, I think that's it for this particular little section of the walkthrough. We yeah, now... so what we do is in this section, you can leave the tent that you uh, started in, and there's two other tents you can go to. One of them, there's a new or the talking blueberry, and he will sell you items, mm-hmm. which has a lot of cool stuff there. Um, but what we have to do is head to the commons, which is kind of the forest, is where some of the other surviving villagers are. And when we go there, we're oh. confronted by Dalton. Yes. In which Dalton kidnaps us and takes him. He does the, the very silly, like, Dalton can't beat us. Like, he tries to throw a fireball. We have Frog, Robo, and Marley at this point. Because now you're still controlling your team. You're just without Chrono. Yeah, you, I was going to ask you, you had to pick three people for your team. Yeah, we have Frog, um, uh, Robo, and uh, Marley at this point. Just a, I... just a fun call out. If you defeat Lavos, the Ocean Lavos, you get the programmer's ending where you talk to the programming staff at the end of time. Yes, <laughs> I've awesome. seen this. This is uh, one of apparently the most famous endings in game history because you will literally just go into like an office and talk to the people who made the That's game hilarious. in-game. It's like they do that in Pokemon, where there's like the like the the big city. There's always the building that has like the Game Freak staff in it. Yeah, it's like, that's I'm it, the yeah. one that does the story or whatever. Um, just for putting my two pence on my team, I picked Isla, um, mm. because I was like, we. I, I read a little bit of the walkthrough, and it was like, you're gonna have all your shit taken. And I was like, well, Isla yeah, doesn't Isla need too. anything. I, I did this. I did the same thing. Yeah. Um. So I had Isla, Marley, and Luca. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah we had isla robo and frog uh yeah uh, dalton will try to fireball frog will deflect it and then dalton's like what's that behind you and then they all turn around and he fireballs all of us in the back and knocks us out it's like yeah. well because dalton's declared himself king yeah well. king, and he's like the, the, the new world is called dalton or something like that he names it after himself which is typical egomaniac um so yeah we are distracted and attacked mm-hmm. and essentially taken prisoner by by dalton uh, and dalton his, and his gang yeah and with that, we're going to take a quick music break. And when we come back, we're going to find out what happened to the gang. Blackbird singing in the dead of night. Every time. Every time last night we were playing this. Every time I said Blackbird, he said, Blackbird singing in the dead of night. Thank you so much. <laughs>
when we wake up, we are aboard the Blackbird and we are in kind of this this jail cell. And as Ben alluded to before, we are stripped of all of our weapons, inventory, and money. Got nothing. Which they took our money. money. What are we going to buy on this ship? We're not going to buy anything. I think they're more worried about us escaping the ship and buying shit <laughs> as opposed to like. Nah, nah, nah. Oh, I mean, you could like ninety-eight thousand gold. I take that shit too. Exactly. I was like, I was like here, I got a hundred k in gold if you let me free. And they're like, that sounds good. I'm be set so, for life. No, they would not. <laughs> I have. We'll take your gold week. and also keep you prisoner. Yeah. <laughs> I have <laughs> one week question. Uh, why? So we have no items. Fine. Mm. Yeah. Um, that's why I picked Ida because Ida yeah. doesn't have magic. She can just fight. Yeah. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Why can't Marley and Luca use their magic just because their inventory has been taken? Like I can same thing. I can still be. I can still cast fire, ice, cure. Like what? Why? Isn't this this technically a post magic world? Isn't the mammon machine gone? That's what I was gonna say. But Isla can still use like kiss, which I don't know if that's magic necessarily. It's a fucking magic kiss, bro. (laughs) Makes out with someone. Yeah, um, so no, the, I, I was thinking know. the same thing that Kai was thinking. I was thinking like with the whole Lavos and the Zeal Palace coming down and the Mammon Machine, maybe something is happening with magic itself. That's why we can't but then, use magic. But then when we get our items, we can use magic again. Yeah, we can use magic when we get our items. And also, yeah. you know, we was in 65 million BC before Lavos came and we had access to magic. magic. Yeah. So, right, you know what? This game hasn't been logical since the beginning, and it's not going to start now. Okay, bro. <laughs> I'm trying to make a fun to make. level. I'm look. I need all the evidence I can, so that when I shit on this game next episode, people are like, "Oh, okay, he's been playing uh, this from day one." Yeah, I think I think they wanted to do the classic: take all Strip your items, items and of the, of stuff the away and, and make yeah. you do a level like that. And they didn't really think through why. They were just like, "Yeah, they'll do this." Yeah. Um, I mean, I think uh, you c- could put contextually, gameplay wise, I think it's fine. I love it, it was good gameplay. Like it was good yeah. gameplay. I just I wanted to point out the flaw in the logic. You could have just had Dalton be like, "Oh, I've put on the magic suppressors. You have I was to turn off these switches." No, but there's there's you. enemies that stop us from using tech points and stop us from using our magic. So it could just been something like that. Yeah, like an inhibitor. Yeah. Just like oh, and yet yeah, here, here we are. are. Uh, but yeah, so we're aboard the Blackbird. We climb up kind of the ladder, and it kind of leads us out on the like the side of the ship. And we realize that we are flying, and we're on the Blackbird. Don't really have anywhere else to go. We go back into our jail cell, and we realize there's kind of an air duct there. We climb into it, and this is the part I really enjoyed. This is like like Metal Gear Solid style, where like crawling through these air ducts. And as you get to kind of the grades, you can press A, and it looks down upon the rooms that are below it. And you're trying to find all of your stuff. So you're trying to find the equipment for all three of your characters. You're trying to find your money and you're trying to find your items. And all of those are scattered in different rooms and you have to go about and try to fight them. All while there is enemies that if you have to you run, if you run into them, well, we fought them. Yeah, but you can fight them if you have Isla. But if you didn't have Isla until you got your items, yeah, you wouldn't be able to fight any of the, char- of the enemies. So does it just um, like... You just die, you just run away, or how do, what, how does that I, I'm, a, I'm assuming you just get captured. Captured um, and tossed back in your, your jail cell? Because I ran into enemies constantly. <laughs> I was always running into people. Technically, you just have to get to the first door where your items are. Or at least yeah, once you get to, to the first items one. Are. Once you get to the first one, you're technically fine. So it's just like... And the first one is like, you don't have to fight any enemies because next to 
it's a, there's like it's set between like first character, second character, third character. The first character's items is next to a sleeping guard. So you just go down the stairs. He's right yeah. there, and you just take your items. And at that point, you'd be able to fight him. Yeah, yeah. I only um, did that one last because I could not find out where it was. <laughs> I I liked this section. Not even yeah, as like someone who likes Metal Gear. I just liked um, the idea of going through the vent and looking down, and being like, right, this is the room that's got a chest in it. That's where I need to go. Um, and I thought it was cool. I thought it was a cool little mix-up of mm-hmm. what we've had before. Yeah, there's an interesting section when you're walking around the grates where you're looking down and the epoch of the time egg is down there and being worked on by Dalton and his goons. And what he's done is he added, he's attached wings to the side of them and he has now named it um, the Arrow Dalton something? Is that what he calls mm-hmm. it? Mm-hmm. Dalton Airlines. Dalton Air, <laughs> Dalton Airlines. Um, but it's it, there's like a funny nod that I like in here. He's like, "Yeah, I've, I've got this time egg thing. I'm gonna destroy the world. Let's do it." Like he doesn't say play the music, but the like the main theme for Chrono Trigger plays. And he's like, "Wait, wait, 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 wait. That, that that that's the wrong song." And then it plays like the enemy music, and I was like, "Okay, that's kind of cheeky. I, I like that." Yeah, a little ton and cheek humor there. Yeah, yeah it's funny. Um, but I mean, this part is again just kind of going around. <laughs> Would you say it's uh, relatively straightforward? <laughs> uh yeah you kind of just you fucking you're just getting your shit back um yeah the the most difficult part about this isn't difficult there's conveyor belts that you can flip the direction of um and they're essentially like walking escalators you want to make sure they're going in the direction you're trying to walk i mean the most difficult part for me was finding this stuff because it it tells you in the walkthrough but i I guess i'm bad with directions because i was like i can't find any of this at all i was just wandering around did you run around on the floor yeah. Oh, see, that's your mistake, bro. I was and, wandering and around in the, the vents. Graves. In the vents. Because I just went around the vents and looked down. I was it, like, oh, it wasn't until I found like at least the first two characters' items that I realized that you could look through the grates at the top. Because they kept making mm. noises when I walked over them. I was like, what is happening? So when I clicked on it, then I was like, ah. Yeah. And I realized yeah. I was like, two and together. Um, but eventually we'll get out and on like the side of the, the wing. And there's a couple enemies on there, which the walkthrough says you should fight because they're really good for grinding. Uh, it says they self-destruct, so they're easy to kill. But if they self-destruct, you don't get any experience from it. Oh, it's like Voltorbs and shit, man. Yeah, I was like, Wah. and that happened. So, like, I, I, I defeated two of them on my own. And they're the ones that have the thing where they send out this radar, which means you can't use tech points. And I was like, there you go. That alone would have been like, we're using this suppressive technology to stop you from using your magic. And it's like, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Sure. Why not? Um, But yeah, most of them self-destructed. And I was like, I just wanted. I did I, not come across any of these. Well, this is where you. This is right before you fight the golem boss. You fight them on this wing. They're, the, they're the orbs. I don't remember these. Why? There's Why like see, there's these? like six of them. Oh, those little cunts! Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> they came back to me now. Look I pressed it. I was like, you have to walk through like six of them before you get to the very end, and then you fight the golem boss. That the golem yeah. overlord at the end there. Yeah. Yeah. Who I think to this point has the highest HP. I mean, other than Ocean Lava. That we've had that to we like actually didn't technically like, fight. Yeah. Go, yeah. So this was well, like 15,000. Yeah. I was telling Kai, I was like, there's, there's like three bosses that we have to do in this section. So it's going to like take some time. We should start now. I don't, like, I don't know okay, if cool, I count cool, this cool. fucking boss as a boss. No, but that, that was before I had known about like what yeah. the bosses yes. were. And I read and I was like, oh, he his gimmick is he doesn't, doesn't attack you because he's afraid of heights because he's on this plane. So he just doesn't attack you. <laughs> Is it right that um, Lavos, not Lavos, um, Dalton summons him? 
Yes, because he he yeah. swoops yeah. in and like he's like flying the time egg and he summons the boss golem. He summons and... him and then yeah, the boss is like, oh, why he's am afraid I afraid of height? So he can't he can't fight you. So I thought, which it was is like, why? Because <laughs> again, uh, bro, it's free. Uh, XP, bitter, it's bittersweet. Free like... Bittersweet because at times I'm just like, oh, okay, this big boss fight we have to do. I, I really don't want to do this. There's there's two more we have to do. And they're like, it's fine. I just hit speed up and I just did attacks and I was like, cool, bet I'm good with this. It it kind of I don't know. I guess it's supposed to highlight that, like, now Dalton's in power. He just does what the fuck he wants. But... Or it's supposed to highlight that, like, these bosses also have, like, they're supposed to have personalities and feelings, too. And it's like, hey, if this guys. if this boss had, like, a deep fear of heights, then it's like, he's not going to This do is yes, a ben. funny game. That's what the developers are telling you. They're like, we can be funny sometimes. We can be quirky. We can, we we get can have it. humor. We're going to put a boss it, It's weird, here. too, because doesn't it's like, do anything. this section, like, specifically, they're just, like, between Dalton being like, oh, turn around, what's that behind you, to this, and it's like, there's, like, a bunch of little cheeky jokes in this yeah, section. Yeah, they're like, do you know what? Your main character just died. Let's not go too ham with, like, <laughs> yeah. the whole boss no, rush your, situation. Your, your main character just died, and a tsunami just killed almost entire civilization of people. Let's, like, let's maybe ease up a little bit on the emotional death. Hey, look, here. funny, funny. Yeah, exactly. It's okay. Uh, but yeah, beat Golden Boss. It's just, I mean, it's just a, a grind because you're just plugging away at its HP, and that's all you're doing. Um, but yeah, Dalton swings in in the 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 Dalton Airlines, and we literally dive off of the Blackbird and land on the time. Some Mission Impossible shit, man. And literally fight him as he's driving this ship. And this is this is Dalton yeah. Plus. Subscribe to Dalton Plus to get all your Dalton Dalton Plus, Dalton, plus. <laughs> Dalton needs. <laughs> Get all of that sweet content. <laughs> um, but he uh, uses Iron Orb. That's that's really it. He he's still he really like game. Iron Orb. <laughs> yeah, Dalton is still a piece of cake. He's nothing. Poor King oh, Dalton. That's, that's a kick in the balls. He's weak to lightning. The one element we no longer have. Yeah, I, that was very intentional. They're like, oh, you don't have Chrono no more. Cause he did. <laughs> like, also, oh, I'm yeah, convinced Chrono's funny, not dead. Chrono's gonna come back. It, it's, Bro, it's, we uh, have time travel. Chrono cannot die. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I was telling Kai, I was like, what if this is one of those like perpetual moments in time where this has to happen? You can't change it. Even if you try to change it. Have you seen uh, fucking Doctor Strange? This is literally how he beats a god is by just continually dying and coming back and dying and coming back and dying and coming back over and over and over again until he makes a deal with But he also tries to revive his dead wife and no matter how many times he tries, he can't. Because his wife dies, and that's what leads him to becoming Doctor, Doctor Strange and saving the world. Doctor Strange has a dead wife. That was the whole premise of, or his like girlfriend person. He he's driving the car. He crashes he's driving the, the car. car and she dies wife. in the car crash. She's she's in the seat. No wait. No, what the fuck are you talking about? No, 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 no he's she, not. She, she, he's she alone in the car. She doesn't die. He breaks his hands. That's he the breaks whole... his hands. She does. moves. Yeah, he she, breaks she, his hands. It can't she be. She does a move on. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't her. It was. He was trying to stop himself from from doing that and breaking his hand, and he can't because that's the event that led him to be Doctor Strange to go to the mountain and uh, uh, try to like. Do I was like, like bro, just right, made right, up right. a whole ass girlfriend. Maybe I was thinking yeah. about the oh, I was thinking about the what if episode. In the what if episode, she does die and he tries to save yeah. her, and that was what makes him turn to Eel Strange. What is a what if episode? The what uh, if series basically where Marvel? they explore other timelines of things that could happen. So it was yeah. like, what if T'Challa was There's Star too Lord? Much Marvel yeah, Star Lord was T'Challa, and it's like, what if like these characters were in different situations? There's only two good episodes in What If: the zombie episode and episode four, which is the Doctor Strange episode. The Doctor they Strange are like was good. The, only the zombie episode two good was good ones. too. 
Um, anyway, we <laughs> defeat Tolton yes. and we uh, gain access of our time egg, um, which yeah. is now a time bird, I guess. Our egg has hatched. Our egg. <laughs> our a time egg has hatched into a time bird. <gasps> into a beautiful time <sighs> bird. Uh, yeah, and in this instance, you're supposed to like press Y or X to do something. I couldn't figure out what to do, and then I pressed a button, which is how I think I would normally be if I was like thrust into flying this, where I would just push a button and then I shot a laser and exploded this blackbird well, ship. And I'm yeah, like, yeah, that's the that's the whole gimmick, isn't it? Is like my bad. Yeah, uh, your main character, your whoever your first car- character is, is trying to work out how to fly this fin, yeah. and uh, she's just spamming buttons. In my case, it was Marley. I guess um, it's frog. frog. I was just to like, it was hilarious. I was like, what am I supposed to do? Apparently the game prompts you, but I was just spamming buttons. I was spamming A, and then when that didn't work, I was doing B, and then... If you wait long enough, y, it does tell you to press uh, X or Y. Uh, when I when I hit Y, um, she shoots a laser, and it goes into the blackbird, and she's like, oh, fuck. And then Isla was like, oh, that's good. Now press that one. Press X. So I pressed X, yeah. and then we shot it again, and we... Uh, we destroyed the blackbird. The blackbird black goes down. We land safely. Also, then they're like, "We need to find Chrono." And you're like, "He's dust." Yeah, you go down. They're like, "We need he's to find literal Chrono." Goop in the atmosphere right now. So we have to head to what is this place called? It's over here somewhere. Uh, we head to. <clears throat> There's some sort of mountain. Oh, North Cape. The North um, Cape. Yeah. We're at the very end of this. Is yeah. Magus? He's standing there. And we all like ready app. We're like we're gonna fight him, and he tells us this is his big lore dump. Well, first of all, you can decide if you want to fight him or not fight him. Which I was like, no, bro, I'm I'm done fighting. I don't want to fight anybody anymore. Magus seems no. like he would be a good addition to our team anyway. So no, I'm and not it's, do that. it's not just that. Like I mean, I refused to fight him as well. And mm. Marley was like, he was like, oh, you're gonna fight me. And Marley was like, yeah. no, because. Yeah. It doesn't achieve anything. Even if we kill you, it doesn't bring back Chrono. It doesn't like, yeah. and he's in my mind. I was like, he's clearly trying to stop Levos. So yeah, it, the enemy of my he, enemy is my friend. So yeah, he goes into a big Lord up in which that, and that's what he was saying is he's the one that's trying to uh, defeat Lavos. And he's like, I was a, I I was here before once, but as a different person. And it cuts into like a a cutscene of Shala and the Queen kind of what i imagine is like first getting the mammon machine up or whatever this was this was seems like the original summoning of lavos so there's Uh them and there's all three gurus and as they use the mammon machine lavos appears and then launches each three of these gurus into separate time periods so there's melquire that gets launched into 1000 ad which is where we find them which is why i think Mm -hmm. he doesn't age he just moved into time he was was Mm -hmm. moved into a different position in time there is um the the Elder that Gaspar. we met in, uh, well, there's Gaspar who got launched to the end of time, and then there's the other guru that was in 2300 AD that we had met. Belfazar. Yeah. But Belfazar was a new, if I remember correctly. Or did he make himself a <clears throat> new? I have a question. Yeah. Melquire. Yeah. Existed this time. Mm. Yeah. Which means he had met Chrono and the gang in that. When we first met him, right? On Mount Woe, yep. And then Lavo sends him back in time. No, Lavo sends and then him we... forward. Forward in time. Sends okay, him forward in time. He goes from 12,000 then... BC to 1,000 AD. Yeah. What happens first then? Never mind. Okay. 
Because I was what? like, then we meet him. Wouldn't he recognize us when we meet him again? He, basically, he existed in 12,000. We saved him from Mount Woe. And then he gave us the ruby knife to go and stop Lavos. So, wait, hang on. No, that does not make sense. Because Melchior wasn't there. It must... This this cutscene this cutscene is not happening while we're there. The the cutscene that shows all the gurus like being teleported away is not an in, a, a, a scenario that happens while we're in this time. This happened right, originally but, when Lavos was summoned. But yeah, so so what? So sorry to people listening because this is I'm trying to wrap my head around this. But so that would mean that he was there when Lavos first arrived, right? But then he must have been sent to the Mount Woe in that crystal. For us to then free him, for him to give us the ruby knife to go and stop mm. Lavos, but mm. then that doesn't answer how he got to a thousand AD. I see what you're saying because if to, if if the summoning of Lavos and the gurus being launched into their different time periods happened prior to us coming to twelve thousand BC, it so must came to twelve thousand that, BC. That's before Frog became Frog. This is when he right. was still Glen. Right, because what we also realize is that the young boy. Janus is Magus. There's a little boy that had like magic abilities, and Lavos launches him to 600 AD, which is where he meets um, Ozzy for the first time. And yes. that's eventually why he Magus wants to destroy Lavos because of sending him into the past and separating him from Shala. His but the sister? problem is, Yes, his sister. Melchior can't exist in two places, right? So he must have been in 12,000 BC when Lavos was there. And somehow he was in the past on Mount Woe for Mm -hmm. us to go and find him and get the Mm -hmm. ruby knife. But he's also in 1000 AD for us to go and get Masamune and get the Dreamstone. Yeah. So there's some missing event in which Melchior was sent so he was sent into the past in 12,000 BC we found him he gave us the knife and then he was somehow sent to 1000 AD but the game hasn't addressed that yet maybe no cuz yeah. these are events that happen I was saying these are events that happened before but it's like no cuz Magus was a child but mm-hmm. i there, guess there, we've seen there was some event he got sent to the past on Mount Woe maybe we freed him and then somehow he ends up in 1000 AD Maybe this hasn't happened yet in 12,000 BC right. because yeah. J- uh, Shala and J- Janus are still there. Like, Janus hasn't been teleported away by Lavos. This happens after we've been there. So, we come to 12, in like the whole time thing, we come to 12,000 BC and then leave. And then this is when Lavos, and we freed, so this we is freed a branch the branch of the original timeline. Right. We freed um, Melchior from the crystal. And then he's so he, he's going the, to wherever Jan, wherever. So, so what I'm understanding are. is that the Melchior in a thousand AD and the Melchior in twelve thousand BC on Mount Woe are two different people on two different timelines. That's the way I'm understanding yeah. it because there is a timeline where Janus is Janus, and there is a timeline mm. where Janus was sent in the past and become Magus. In yes. that one where Janus become Magus, Melchior is in twelve thousand BC. But yeah, it's kind of like a split timeline. timeline he's in a hundred. Which means Chrono is still alive somewhere on a timeline. Well, that's or what after this is many Chronos but, alive on many timelines. Right. Which is what this Magus is the, kind of alludes to too. He's like, we can yeah. go find Chrono because we have time travel and we can go save him some at some yeah. point. And, and this we're is like, oh my gosh, he said the thing. 
it sounds silly, but this is literally what was in Loki, where they had that fucking screen with the timeline and all of the branches yeah. coming off. So, mm. from what I can gather at the minute, we're in a branch of the main timeline. Right. So, our mission would be to go back to a point on the main timeline and then follow that as we need to. Okay. In, in us question. going back in time, it has branched that timeline to a different to a different event that has happened. Right, but if there's like timeline branches, why don't we just go back to a timeline where Lapos never comes to Earth, and then just live in that timeline? Because of our why, friends why, and our family. Why? Why? Why try to? Why try to solve a problem when you have the solution in another well, point? Because, I mean, that's. I mean, if, if we're, if there will always very, be a timeline where Lavos wins, still, and that's... there will always be a timeline when Lavos loses. But you'd have to create that timeline, right? That, yeah, that's what I was saying. You, is that timeline would have, have to be created create by that events branch. that you do? You'd have. The only to reason this timeline branch. exists is because of our actions of going back in time. Yes, because when we wasn't there, confusing bullshit. When Chrono wasn't there is when Magos got sent back into the past. Um, right. as Janus and then became Magus. Without without us being there and kind of stopping those advances when Lavos sent all of those people back into the past. But that fucking means that means that Magus existed and lived in the same kingdom as his child self. Well yeah, that's why he's like when he came back here, when he, we fought him at his castle, right? And he got launched back into another portal because he, he says that. He's like, oh, I have to go through this again. He got launched in 12,000 BC. And he's like, well, it's kind of ironic because this is where I existed. This is where I grew up. This is where I lived was in this time period, actually. So the point that created this branch of the timeline is our fight with Magus where we stopped him from destroying Lavos. Right. That That's what initiated that because launch, it launched us into the dino period and it launched Magus back to 12,000 BC because that's where he says he got launched after we fought him originally. Right. Okay. It, it's Time still confusing because brain. now we're, we're, we're working with two different timelines. We're on a sub-timeline mm. of the original timeline um and yeah okay anyway that that is what happened guys that's how so Magus joins our party time. if you choose not to fight him yes yeah which i was like i'm not I'm, i don't want to fight Magus. let's just no. be friends buddy you've been through enough let's just let's just join no, the squad and defeat lavos your, your your goal is the same as mine we're both trying to defeat lavos here so let's do it uh yeah I'm curious as to... I will see you next episode. I'm curious as to what the two different endings are, depending on whether you take him or not. Right. Yeah, yeah we'll we'll look it up so we can kind of see. We can kind of compare the two and see what happens for the final episode next week. Final episode next week. Jesus, weird saying that. Um, Man, I feel the like next chapter is literally called The Fucking Time Egg. Mm-hmm. You, you were right the whole time, Jared. Fucking Time Egg. I called it. Bro, it was but... me who called it a Time Egg. What the fuck? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll take it anyways. <laughs> you put the time hat on the time egg, and now it's a super. And then he has, he does some, some like time. He has like a time cane, and he does like some. And like, then Humpty Dumpty falls off the wall. <laughs> it's just and all the time horses and all the kings around. can't put Humpty he back together again. Together, how are the horses involved? Were the horses horses carrying his parts? No, isn't this like a? I swear, it's like um. It's like all the king's horses and all the king's men couldn't put Humpty together again. But it's like, what were the horses going to accomplish? I think you're thing? significantly underestimating a horse's puzzle solving ability i, I, I am. think that's I, you're right i've never rude. seen a horse solve a puzzle he I, that's a fact uh, yeah that's <laughs> that's it for this episode <laughs> of this chrono chapter. in the next episode we're going to be hunting down chrono's 
uh, uh, disintegrated remains and trying to piece him together. We'll, we'll get some horses and we'll piece the chrono puzzle together uh, in the next episode. But now it's time for everybody's favorite section. Play the tune. Sick. Yeah, Kai, Kai's uh, theme was for us to recommend you guys some card games or board games or games. It was games. Just games. It was games. games. Yeah, it was but it games. wasn't like video games. You were like games, like board games or card games or games. Like those games <laughs> those can be video games. And then you were like, those. and you're like, what about digital <laughs> card games? What if I play Fine. Monopoly on my phone? Does that count? Sure. Our yeah, risk is on mobile now. You, you play Monopoly on your phone? I don't play Monopoly. What Monopoly. a fucking waste of your life. <laughs> There's so many better games. I don't play. Uh, Kai, you want to start us off here then? Uh, sure. And you had to pick five, um, right? That was the, the stipulation as we had. Max five. It was a max of five. Okay. You don't have to do five. Um, I'm a big fan of the Settlers of Catan franchise. Also on my list. Um, one of my favorite board with games i'm not really actually a huge board game person despite the one who chose this category um i i'm not usually not, the not my thing. board games with me i've never heard yes. of this game in my life you've never played Catan? Oh, it's like a, you, you talked about like a, like a resource management thing the uh, in the last episode it's kind of like that it's a very it's a very good game okay. um and then uh jackbox party Wow! Uh, yeah, I forgot about Jackbox. Is a is a is a wonderful little franchise that is a perfect blend of what was like traditional trivia group games Into mixed with uh, like video games uh, that you can log onto with your phone. Very interesting concept. Very 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 good. I don't think that was really um, done at all before Jackbox Party too. They kind of like yes. No, I don't think you're so. that. Technically, genre. this is a game and is competitive, and I enjoyed it a ton. Bade Blades, fantastic. Oh, let it rip. If you, let it rip. I, you let it rip. Uh, <laughs> I went to a Bade Blade competition. Uh, I lost quite badly, um, but that Bade is a Blade thing that people do theoretically, um, and I enjoy very much. Uh, um, and then my last one is uh, is just Yu Gi Oh cards, but nothing. Post two thousand and thirteen, so anything pre two thousand and thirteen, before pendulum summons, yeah, anything before Dude, before effect monsters, yeah. no, not before effect monsters, you asshole, <laughs> that old. <laughs> like X Y Z was like the last one I think at that time, and X Y Z is already they... like bad either. Like I've played with in like dual no, like, like that's a they... bit of that. I mean, would I use an X Y Z? No, so like anything before then is fine. But uh, love, love, love a good Yu Gi Oh battle. That's a that's a good time. We should play. I still have all my um, cards, uh, original cards, under my bed. We should play. Hell yeah, uh, yeah. Those are my those are my recommendations. Nice. Yeah, I still go here because I also had Settlers of Catan on my list. I am a new lover of Settlers of Catan. Never played it until recently. Played it with Kai, and I was like, this game is amazing. A lot of fun. Like he was mm-hmm. saying, it's kind of like a resource management. You're trying to spread your empire throughout there and obviously you need more resources to do that really fun gets very competitive people very like metagame it to the moon and back um there's a game called we're not really strangers and essentially what this is is kind of like i wouldn't say like relationship building but that's kind of what it is you do it with people that you're not maybe not super close with or you're like you're trying to get to know people and it'll be like what is your favorite song or it'll, it'll be like weird things like what is your first impression of this person i 
did this with uh, when I was in college with some people from college, and it was really fun. It kind of was like a cool, and I've like, never spoke to them again. And I, <laughs> we're not, <laughs> we are still strangers. So we are never talking. Again. <laughs> I learned nothing. Um, the other game is Joking Hazard. If you ever watch like the Cyanide and Happiness uh, YouTube animated like trolley shows. one, there is a trolley one, a, a Death by Trolley or Train Train Trolley. It, that's oh, a different no. one. Joking Hazard is you create a comic strip, isn't it? You create yeah, same, same people, people though. And the trolley one is also very fun. Yeah. But pretty much it's the Cards Against Humanity style where your the the dealer is putting two cards out and then you're continuing the comic strip and whoever has the funniest or the weirdest one, they will choose that. Really fun. Um, speaking of Cards Against Humanity, we got a game called Cards Against Disney, which is pretty oh. much just a very inappropriate Cards Against Humanity with Disney characters. And it's there's a lot of it's it's from China and there's a lot of misspellings. It is not a licensed product. No, it is not. <laughs> but you can find it on Amazon for very cheap and it's very hilarious. A friend of mine has cards against muggles and it's the same principle. <laughs> we need to get that. Let's do it. Uh, and my last one is Slay the Spire. Slay the Spire is kind of a roguelike deck builder. Uh, what you'll do is you'll you'll have like a set of cards, you'll pick a character, and you kind of go through battling enemies and doing different levels. You die, you kind of restart and go back. I love Slay the Spire. I go back and play this kind of all the time. I'll go just do a run and then be cool, I'm done. It's a game that's like easy to come back to, and it's very fun to kind of like strategize, and especially when you get to some of the big bosses too. It's really fun. Okay, let me wrap it up then. Uh, I also am it. going to recommend Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, I'm a big Yu-Gi-Oh fan. Great. Play Yu-Gi-Oh, guys. Um, Yu-Gi-Oh's not great now. Go play. Put download Duel Links. There you go. Go go and play. Um, casually avoid the Yu-Gi-Oh meta, okay? Because yeah. really Yu-Gi-Oh sweating. exists in a way to basically, hey, we're gonna bring out cards that are really powerful. You're gonna spend your money on our cards, and then we're gonna ban them, and you'll never be able to use them again. And essentially, the ban list all revolves around what are we selling next? What needs to be unbanned for people to buy our product? And that's kind of the entire principle. So a lot of meta players will sink like four or five hundred pound into a deck, play it for six months, have something banned, maybe play it for another six months and then drop it. That's the problem with those physical card games like Magic and stuff like that, too. You can't. Just, I mean, you can ban them, but you you print the cards, and then you have to see how they work in the meta, and then you don't know if they're going to be broken or anything. You can't yeah, come yeah. up with all the different. Plus, kind I mean, of things you get like some of the decks that have come out in recent years. People have dug up cards from like two thousand and seven that like don't have once per turn. Red eyes, black dragon can be fucking abused in the new decks. Um, yeah, but yeah. if you're playing Yu-Gi-Oh casually, Jewel Links, Master Jewel. Um, even Legacy of the Duelist on console, that's a decent game to learn how to play Yu-Gi-Oh! and have a little bit Duelist of Duelist of the Roses on PlayStation 2. Really old school. Um, I spoke last episode about Schwartz. That's another trading card game, um, which is basically all anime themed, so there'll be anime Holy decks. Um, I forgot, like, Konosuba is another deck my mate has. You essentially <laughs> are... Is a funny anime. You're essentially attempting to attack your opponent and basically every time you attack they take damage when they take seven damage they go up a level so they go from zero to one so now even though they're closer to losing they can summon level one cards which are stronger and the idea is to be the first person 
to get the opponent to level four or five, whatever it is. There are ways to negate the damage, but it's not like Yu-Gi-Oh! where there's lots of playing in other people's turns. It's very much like, I've done this, turn, now it's yeah. your turn. Uh, um, remind me, what is this called again? Weiss Schwartz. W-E-I-S-S and then uh, S-C-H-W-A-R-T-Z. Um, it's, it's, it's a very, very balanced TCG game that doesn't get a lot of love. Um, but that's that. I'm a big fan of board games. Me and Ellie have shit tons of board games. Um, one of my favorite is Gutterhead, which is essentially a dirty version of Pictionary. So you play oh. in teams, and there are categories like object, action, feeling, or sensation, and it will be everything from being hammered to 69 to Adolf Hitler to being shit-faced like there's all these different things that you have to try and draw and like it's just game. get as many as you can it's like 20 quid highly recommend it it's a fucking brilliant game to play with other people um another one is muffin time so muffin time muffin is top. a card is <laughs> it's a card game that i basically describe as reverse uno so the idea is you're supposed to get to 10 same muffin time, and if you still have 10 when it's your turn, you win. But there are traps you can do, like if somebody laughs, you can make them discard free cards. There are mini games where oh, the no. last person to stand up has to like get rid of so many cards. There's traps that like you stick to your forehead, and if nobody mentions it, you get to draw. But then there are other ones that if nobody mentions it, everybody has to get rid of cards. It's a brilliant it game. Great. It's made by the guys who did the AS ASDF movies or whatever they are. Oh, on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's all themed around them, all their art styles. There's lots of references to like yeah, to like trains, um Desmond the whatever bear, I can't remember. Desmond the loads moon bear. Of, loads of references and it's just a fucking brilliant Die, game. Potato. Hundred percent. Again, gonna be got ahead ASDF and muffin time. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, and then the last, I got to recommend D and D. I couldn't talk about games and not fucking talk about D and D. It's fine, guys. Play D and D. You smell that, boys? You smell it? That smells like a segue. Oh shit! If you like D and D, we do D and D video game podcast. Uh, with a close group of friends of ours and ourselves as well, you can get that by signing up for our Patreon, which is $5 a month. But if you're not interested in that, you can also sign up for the Patreon for $2 a month and getting bonus content as well. And special Discord roles, special icons one day, uh, depending on how uh, motivated we are to actually do that. Um, and yeah, uh, that was that was your segue for the day. Awesome. Go. Good job. Um, but D&D is great. Um, if you... <laughs> I just wanted to say... Because Back I had more to say. Okay. Yeah. No, um, just because D&D is a very daunting thing to get into. And if you don't yeah. know how you're playing, it can be very scary to play with people that you don't know. Yeah. Um, if also, you want to get into like, it, there are a bunch like a of... cool DM too. Because yeah, like, I feel so like a, a lot DM. of people they have can like make a very... Difference. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you like, if... ideally want someone with facial hair. Mm -hmm. uh someone who has a b in their first name mm -hmm. uh yeah, someone yeah. who come who's who's english these are all yeah. requirements, requirements yeah, true. um but like uh disco elysium divinity original sin 
Bard's Tale. They're all great video games that kind of replicate the D&D play style. If you want to get into understanding a little bit of back history, there's a whole bunch of D&D content out there. You've got Critical Role, loads of podcasts and shows that you can yeah. watch. Um, but yeah, I highly recommend D&D. It's very fun. Me too. Do it. It's been fun. The theme that I'm... It's my turn, right? Yeah, because Kai did you Indeed. Did animated movies. My theme is going to be Pokemon that you think are underrated. They may oh, not be the strongest. Snap. Maybe they're not the coolest looking, but you think they're pretty rad. You think they're pretty. They're the pet, the cat's pajamas. Bird, it's your time to shine. Hashtag <laughs> Team Trubbish. Let's go. Team Tr- Did you know Trubbish is a cat? For, fuck off. The, the, the Pokemon yeah. tweeted this Trub- out. Trubbish. It's on official. It's on Trubbish official cat, cat day. They they tweeted a picture of all their cat Pokemon, and Trubbish was in the picture with all the cat Pokemon. No. Trubbish just is a makes cat. me like yeah. him even more. He's a trash bag cat. <laughs> why else would they? Why else would they add Trubbish into the, the International Cat Day picture with all the Cat Day Pokemon? Because they like to fuck with their fan base. It <laughs> <laughs> also be the case. Yes, but bring bring your bring your underrated Pokemon uh, takes of which Pokemon you think are underrated. Awesome. For the next episode. For the next episode, which is going to be the finale of Chrono Trigger. We've made it. This has been eleven <laughs> weeks of us playing through Chrono Trigger, and we finally have gotten here finale what do we what do we think is gonna happen out of curiosity just very very briefly we've got any theories as to chrono gonna, my best guess is everything's gonna work out chronos is levels <laughs> what that's what i'm saying would you not be surprised okay. i wouldn't be shocked i'd be like i would be su- i would be shocked would be if chrono ended up as surprised and i'd have many plot questions <laughs> I'd not be many it's so surprising <laughs> Um, yeah, I think uh, what Kai said. I just think I think we're gonna get Chrono back. Yeah. We're gonna go to End of Time, and our get boy's Chrono gonna back. be like, "Yo, beat the shit out of Lattice. You can travel in time. Just go back to Thousand AD and get him from mm-hmm. the fair. And we're gonna get him and from maybe the fair. Chrono's gonna be super powered because mm-hmm. we get him from a specific super point. Because he's Lavos. Okay, <laughs> sure. Or he's Lavos, and Lavos killed himself because he because knows only Lavos Chrono can beat Lavos. See, 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 you gotta think about these things. Like the Masamune, which was Lavos. I think this game broke your mind a little bit. <laughs> Everything is Lavos and nothing is Lavos. <laughs> okay, guys, like I said, next episode is gonna be the finale. Very exciting. Make sure you tune in. All of our link tree has all of our stuff Patreon, Discord, social media, all that's down there. But we will see you in the next episode with the finale. Bye. I can't do two heart hands. So here's, here's how. <laughs> 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 <laughs>